Listen, all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Welcome back to the Catch Roundtable. With us today is former mayor of the city of New York, Bill de Blasio, and he was mayor from 2014 to 2021, and 109th mayor of the city of New York. Um, Mayor de Blasio, how you're out of office now for two and a half or so years. How do you feel? What are you doing? Your friends and the people in New York would like to know. Well, I appreciate it, John, and I, I want to thank you, as always. Every time we talk, every time I see you, I think about our friendship, and I think about everything you've done for the city. I want to thank you, and you keep doing for the city. I really want to thank you. And, look, you know, I'll tell you, there is life on the outside, you know, for the last uh, year and there a half. Is life after, I, there is life after being mayor? There is absolutely life after being mayor. And, you know, so it's been a little over a year and a half. Uh, I've been teaching, you know, this, this year teaching at New York University. Uh, last year, I did a little stint up at Harvard. Uh, that's been really great, seeing a lot of great young people who want to be part of making the city, making the country better. That's been really exciting. And, you know, working on a lot of interesting uh, issues. So I, I'm, I got to tell you, it's been, it's been nice to get a break, especially after those two years uh, that I was governing during COVID. And uh, I'm counting my blessings. You know, we got through that the, the way we did. But yeah, I got to tell you also, I miss, I miss so many of the people I worked with who were incredible. And, uh, you know, we were able to do some good things. And that's, uh, that's the part that I think anyone who has the honor of being and the privilege of being mayor of this city, to feel the life of the city the way only a mayor can and to have an impact, you know, it's an extraordinary thing. And you, you always have to appreciate that. Now, uh, you, you were mayor during COVID. You were mayor. I'm sure we had a lot of threats under your time as mayor. New York uh, is under threat again, uh, being threatened by uh, various people in the, in the uh, I guess, Hamas in the Middle East. How do you feel about New York being under threat again? I mean, we, we, we suffered through 9-11, we suffered through COVID, we suffered through so many things. What do you, what say you? Well, look, this is a very painful moment. I want to, you know, not just for, for Jewish New Yorkers, all New Yorkers should be feeling right now. Uh, just, just a sense of pain and horror at what we saw from Hamas. It was, it was disgusting, inhumane. Um, we uh, really, it's really important at this point. It can't be any, you know, moral relativism or, or mixing words here. What we saw was disgusting, unacceptable, and needs to be condemned by everyone across the spectrum. You know, I'm, as I said, I'm teaching at NYU. Uh, we had a very unfortunate situation with a student leader uh, trying to justify. Uh, the terrorism of Hamas. Luckily, a lot of us in the NYU community uh, spoke out against that very quickly. Um, I think that's what people have to do. Uh, we have to make uh, very, very clear, of course, we stand with the people of Israel. And the one thing, because New Yorkers have felt terrorism, we know exactly what terrorism is in ways that a lot of other people uh, haven't experienced. We've got to condemn it uh, wholeheartedly the second you see it. And by the way, I think President Biden, his speech was one of the best examples of that I've ever seen in my life and obviously from the heart. But for New York City right now, we got to be ready. You know, during my time as mayor, working with our police commissioner at the time, Bill Bratton, we started the Critical Response Command. Uh, that was a specific anti-terrorism unit within the NYPD because we knew 
that we had to beef up our capacity. Uh, we learned after 9-11, John, that, you know, New York City was so often having to protect itself, and, and it was so important to have our own strength. And what we saw with Hamas is another reminder, you know, even though until then it was a little quiet for a few years, it's not something that's going away in the world, and we have to be ready. So I'm quite certain NYPD is uh, very effectively on full alert right now, and that's something that should reassure New Yorkers. But let's be clear, let's be honest, this this threat's going to exist in the world for quite a while, and we've got to protect ourselves. Tell us, you, 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 you taught school up at Harvard, uh, Kennedy School, and you're teaching now at NYU. Which one do you like better? Well, I'm a New Yorker, so I like being in New York better. I grew up, part of my upbringing was up there in Massachusetts, so it was nice to experience that again. And, you know, obviously Harvard's an amazing institution, but, no, this, it's not even close. I went to NYU as an undergrad. That, John, that's the cool part. I mean, I'm, I'm talking to young people now who are literally exactly sitting, like, I mean, literally sitting where I was sitting when I was a student, the same building, you know, in, in the same classrooms. And uh, I'm teaching graduates and undergraduates, but particularly when I'm talking to the undergraduates, I'm like, it's an amazing feeling to go full circle. And come back to your alma mater, which, you know, when I was a kid at NYU, starting at age 18, I had no idea what life would bring. And the one thing I knew was, you know, I loved New York deeply, and, and that love just grew year after year. But I never imagined back then I'd be mayor one day. And, you know, who knows? Maybe one of the kids I'm talking to in, in one of my classes will be mayor one day. So that's a, it's an amazing feeling to help the next generation. And, and I'm, i got to tell you, John, I've seen a lot of, um, energy, idealism, a desire to serve. Uh, I, I, I thought I might confront cynicism. I've actually seen quite the opposite. I've seen a lot of very, very sincere young people who want to be part of uh, solving these big challenges we face. Harvard is going through a, well, is it a change in life or whatever you want to call it, where uh, people at Harvard seems, you know, and you, you said you are pro-Israel, it seems to be more pro-Hamas than pro uh, Israel, uh, you actually went there, you spent time there. Give us the pulse of how you see things. Well, John, I understand why you raise it, because there have been some student groups who, you know, I'm, I think would really, really inappropriately uh, seem to be backing what Hamas did, or at least not condemning it the way they needed to. You know, even if someone who says, oh, I want a different future for the Palestinian people, well, start by condemning the horrid a disgusting terrorism of Hamas that was inhumane and, and should never be considered an example of anything about the Palestinian people. So I, I, would, I would say to anybody out there who says they care about Palestinians, start by condemning Hamas and what they've done. And then you can talk about, of course, whatever else you believe. I think some of the groups at Harvard haven't done that. And I, you know, because I still have a connection there, I also joined and signed on to a letter that a number of organizations at Harvard uh, sponsored to say, uh, we don't accept this. We don't accept uh, any form of uh, terrorism. And uh, we don't accept that uh, the environment on the campus includes organizations that, that somehow don't think it's necessary to see us all as human beings. That if Jewish lives are being destroyed and children killed in front of their families, that, that, that you know, somehow that doesn't need to be spoken to. Of course it has to be condemned. But I would say to you, John, I don't, I don't think the, the groups that have had the wrong position out of the majority by any stretch. I think they're unquestionably a minority at Harvard. I think the key thing in all American academic institutions is to speak up and the leadership just to say very clearly, uh, we condemn this terrorism. We stand by democracy 
and Israel is a democracy. There's, you know, a lot that needs to be done in Israel uh, going forward. And I'm still, I'm still a believer in the two-state solution. And I'm, I'm someone who has a strong critique of what uh, Netanyahu has done, particularly lately on these uh, judicial changes. I think you got to protect democracy in Israel. That's part of what makes Israel so strong. But, you know, you can have those political differences and still say, let's, let's defend the state of Israel no matter what because of what it means in the world. It's the only refuge that the Jewish people have after, um, you know, millennia of being under attack. Israel is absolutely necessary. Now let's do the work of peace, but that can't involve the horrible terrorists that we've seen in these last days. The great divide we have in Washington, I mean, it doesn't go back to the days when, well, Bill Clinton and uh, Newt Gingrich didn't like each other, but they did a good job for our country. But right now, what the heck is going on in Washington, and how, how do we fix it? You know, it's, it's very difficult to watch this because it's not the America that we all know. And it doesn't, you know, what a, what a strange thing, especially in the middle of this crisis in the Middle East. You know, here's America. We can't elect a speaker of the House of Representatives. That's not America. It, it, this is something, a bigger problem we got to solve. You know, I, I will say, um, you, you can imagine I'm not someone who's necessarily a big fan or friend of Kevin McCarthy or uh, Mitch McConnell, but both of them did show the ability to work with Joe Biden uh, to come to some agreements on some things. We've actually had some really important bipartisan legislation like the CHIPS Act and, and some of the infrastructure work and clearly on the budget process. You know, until this recent uprising by a very small number of extreme right Republicans, 